the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Welcome to the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Great to have you with us and you can be part of the show on the Just Quality Home Improvements open line 1300 736 736 or text in 0427 My name's Paul Bonzer. Alongside me tonight, men's is unavailable. So we've gone straight to the top. Baggy green cap number 370, uh, 259 wickets. 259 wickets. It is the one and only Jason Gillespie. Welcome. Oh, thanks for having me, Bonds. This is great. Really excited about tonight's show. Look, well, I'm I'm very excited because you're sitting on the uh, opposite the, me on the desk. It's it's great to have you in, and we really appreciate you giving up your time. I know you're a very busy man, but the strikers got a bit of a break at the moment. You haven't you're not going to play for about ten days, are you? Uh, well, we, we we had a game scheduled for the ninth. Which yes. No, no play, which was uh, very unfortunate. But then a quirk of the schedule, because of the West Test, yes. that starts tomorrow, um, we've got a 10-day break. So our next game is against the Sydney Thunder on December 19, Tuesday, December 19. So it's been a bit of a, a, bit of a break, um, a yeah. bit unusual for us, uh, because we've moved back to the 10-match season this year. Um, so, yeah, it's been a bit... Do you think that's a, a, a good thing for the competition, moving oh, back look, to 10 games? I, look, I can understand the... the the thinking behind it, my my thing, put my coach's cap on. Yes. I, I want to see our players play more cricket, not yeah. less. Yeah. And I think for us to continually learn, evolve, and get better as players, um, you know, the more situations they're, they're exposed to, um, and and have those experiences. For me, as a coach, the better. I've I've always I've always wondered why we can't play back to back days. In T20, it's 20 overs a side. We play 50 over cricket. We play four-day cricket. We play five days in a row of cricket. And yet we can't play back-to-back T20 games. Uh, I've never understood that. It's not those bloody sports scientists, is it? I hate sports scientists. No, I wouldn't have thought that. (laughs) I I think it's more the administrators working with media to maximise the exposure of the competition. So I get all that. And look, Mm. look, and I fully respect the that the job that the administrators and the you know the execs have to do to put on a tournament. But I've always felt just being a coach and selfishly maybe like why can't we play back to back days? You know, you, say you we fl- played, we fly to Sydney. Yeah, you play the Sixes and Thunder on back to back days. Yep, and come back. I, I don't understand why we can't do that. Could have played the same amount of games in the same amount of, in a le- in less time would have been just as good a solution. Time for our hot topic. Thanks to Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. It is test match eve is big day yeah. tomorrow. The first isn't isn't the first uh, test day of the summer. It's we all just look forward to it, don't we? Oh, we all get a little bit giddy, don't we? It's, we do. Uh, yeah, it's it's exciting. It's the <laughs> I suppose it's almost been the the start of summer yes. a lot of the time. The, the first day's play, the first test match, whichever team's coming out to play, the, just the excitement, you know, everyone's just getting ready. Everyone's probably finishing off, you know, getting towards the end of the working year, the end of the school year. There's just that air of excitement and, um, you know, look, I get goosebumps even yeah. now, you know, approaching 50 years of age, um, the first day of the test summer. It's, it's pretty special. 
is awesome. All right, let's have a chat about what may or may not happen. Um, Pat Cummins, if he wins the toss, does he bat or field against Pakistan? There might be a bit of a temptation to put Pakistan in on that surface, which what we're hearing, it's going to be a lot of pace in it, a lot of bounce and carry, which is quite foreign for uh, subcontinent players and Pakistan players. They're normally playing on lower wickets, slower wickets that aren't offering too much assistance for the quicks. And they, yes, they get some spin, but that's as the game wears on. This will be unusual for them. Um, how Pakistan prepare for that will be, or have they prepared for it? How they have is very interesting. But while the temptation will be to have a bowl first, I think Australia will want first use with the stick. As a bowler, a bowling captain, um, is he more likely to bowl first? You know, looking what? at looking at the deck, there's a bit of a green tinge, yeah, a bit of grass po- on there. Possibly, but I know as a player, and when I was playing for Australia, I always wanted to bat first because you knew, okay, we know we're probably going to bat for the best part of two days, and then you you set your stall, you mentally prepare that, okay, if we're going to win the test, we have to take twenty wickets. So the likelihood is we're just the majority of the rest of the game we're going to spend in the field. And you have to prepare yourself. You've obviously prepared yourself physically for that, but you're also preparing yourself mentally for that. As you know, that's the best way to win the test match. Yeah. Um, Diz, we got a caller on the line. Troy is from WA over there. Troy, welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA. (laughs) How are you, Troy? Are you there, Troy? Hey, Bonda. There we go. Bonda's there. I bet your favourite part of Christmas is bonbons in the bonds. <laughs> hey? No, mate, the food, obviously. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, um, before I get to this, now, welcome to this is the tough questions on this show. So here's a good debut for you. All right, but mate. before that, hey, I can't wait for Port Adelaide to play next season because then the commentators will be going, Aaliyah, Aaliyah, to Aaliyah, Aaliyah. Aaliyah, 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 Aaliyah. He's got the ball. Um, <laughs> Radigalia, you mean? Radigalia to Aaliyah, then back to Radigalia. Yeah, no problems. All right, yeah, next right next right. question, Troy. Troy, you're off. You're on fire early. Hey, hey, dizzy. I only ask you ask the hard questions. Okay. Um, politics and cricket. Do they mix? Oh, that's a that's a tricky one. Um, I think we, we'd all like. That's why I asked it. Yeah, 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 no kidding, mate. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to give you an answer, am I? Or look, it, it is a tricky well, that's one. What but that's, for. That, but that's that's the thing, Troy. It is a it, it is a, a tricky one because um, what we want to do is just allow the game to to be played out. People want to, I, I suppose, when they go and watch sport, they want to just watch sport for what it is. They don't want to get involved in the day to day running of the country or, or mm. these things, whatever. It's almost their release from their own their own lives. Um, you know, that's why people watch sitcoms on TV, I suppose, to or read books to, to get away from the reality of, of life. So so maybe maybe that's that's the thing. Um, but if there's something that's very uh, important and um, that that's out there, an important issue that needs to be highlighted, then there's a train of thought that, you know, sport has a way of highlighting that really important, serious issue, and and hopefully something positive can come out of highlighting it. So, 
Um, hence, Troy, why I said it was a tricky situation. Yeah, thanks for your call, Troy. Uh, Troy's one of our regulars, Diz. He's a uh, good man. And, absolutely. Uh, uh, yes, loves being part of the show, and you can be part of the show as well. Just quality home improvements open line. Send in a text if you've got a question, if it is, 0427154166. The 11 to play tomorrow, it's already been named. Yep. No real surprises. No, I think there's been a bit of talk. Obviously, Cameron Green, Mitchell Marsh. Uh, Mitchell Marsh got the nod batting at six there. Uh, the only other one was the wild thing, Lance Morris. I think people would have liked to have seen him unleashed in the West, but that's again, that's a tricky one as well because you know, as Andrew McDonald has alluded to, every single match you play is points towards a World Test Championship, and you want to play what you believe is your best team. Uh, Australia have got three of the best quicks that have ever worn the baggy green True. playing in the team at the moment. Um, so I, I completely understand. I, if I was picking this side, I'd pick exactly this uh, this team. So it's yeah. a it's a very good side, and and hopefully we'll uh, we'll come away with the with the goodies. No real surprises. It's time for the good oil. Thanks to Cobra Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. The good oil tonight is yep. is that Trav has been named vice captain, which is outstanding. That's that's very good oil, isn't it? And and thoroughly deserved. Probably just highlights just how highly he's thought of in that Australian setup. I suppose you only have to go back a little while ago. The gamble that the Australian selectors, the Australian captain and coaches took on Trav with a busted thumb. Uh, that's how badly they wanted him in and around that team. They were willing to take him when he was still not fully healed yes. to be part of that World Cup squad. So that probably gives you a bit of an insight, a bit of an inkling into just how highly thought of Travis Head is in the Australian setup. Yeah, it's great. Look, we obviously are a bit biased being here in South Australia, but we love Trav. And, and I know you know him very closely. And he is he's just an elite person, an elite cricketer, isn't he? He, he certainly is, and, and his game has grown and grown with the backing and support that he's had from the Australian selectors, mm. the Australian captain and coach. Uh, he, he's certainly grown a lot, and you know, look, he has been a leader for a long time. He was given the captaincy of South Australia at a very young age, Yes, so he's got a lot of leadership experience that he can share with uh, with not only Pat Cummins, but the rest of the team. And he led the team off the field after the World Cup as well. <laughs> he did that. I love some of those oh. social posts. They were outstanding. It was amazing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was great. Uh, that, is, that is the good oil for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. Um, we've got our TV guide coming up later in the show. That's in your capable hands. Men's okay. has handled that to you. Okay. Uh, thanks to Lumo Energy. Switch to the affirmative. From Adelaide United, Zach Clough's going to join us later in the show as well, uh, thanks to Kia. Epic has arrived, the all-electric Kia EV9. And i got my movie of the week too, Diz. So every Wednesday we do yep. a movie of the week. Men's does it one week and I do it the other week. So this this Wednesday is my turn. Uh, thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Um, bit of a, I've already done a basketball flick. Yep. I've done Hoosiers. Yep. And tonight I've got another basketball movie. Oh, nice. I'll, I'll be waiting with bated breath. It's, it's a really good film, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. But, uh, yeah. Look, um, Diz, we might uh, we might just catch our breath here. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, we'll go to your TV guide. And I also want to ask you about Dave Warner as okay. well. Right here on the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. 
Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to the Summer Edition of Sports ASA. Bonds and Dizzy with you. Diz, it's great to have you along. It really is. Uh, privileged to be to have you in the studio. Oh, thank you so much, mate. It's awesome to be here. So if you've got a question for Diz, get on the uh, text line 0427 The Just Quality Home Improvements open line is also 1300 736 736. Now, Men's is not here, but he's giving you the... Um, I guess, the task of doing the TV guide. Thanks to Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. All right, Diz. What's going to be on telly? What sport are we going to watch over the next seven days? Right, Bonds, I've got big shoes to fill, obviously, for Ben's, but uh, <laughs> I'll give it a crack. Um, tomorrow, obviously, we've talked about that Thursday, 12.50 Adelaide time, Australia v Pakistan from there in Perth. You can Beautiful. see that on Fox and Channel 7. Um, Friday, 6.30pm, the Adelaide Giants versus the Canberra Cavalry in Canberra. Yeah, they're flying the Giants. We love them. Yeah, we, we love our Adelaide Giants. That'll be on Baseball Plus. We've got Friday as well at 7.15. Adelaide United travel to Western Sydney Wanderers. So that'll be a, a really important game. Yeah, and Zach Clough will be joining us later yeah. in the show as well. Yeah, he'll be talking about that, hopefully. Uh, that'll be on Paramount Plus. Now we've got Celtics hosting the Magic on Saturday. In the NBA's game of the week, I like to Is call that it your game Dizzy's of the week. Game of Dizzy's the week. game of the week. I, I do love my NBA. I'm, I'm right. <laughs> Who do you follow? Um, I'm a bit of a Brooklyn Nets fan, okay. and particularly as I love Patty Mills. You see, but now yeah. he's moved on. But I feel kind of committed to. Okay, so I'm not sure yet. I, I, I like watching a good game. That's yes. what I do like watching. But uh, I like a, watching the Aussies in the uh, NBA. I'm a Celtics man. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. We love the Celtics, but yeah, that's on ESPN. Um, we've got our wonderful 36ers who I love on Saturday, 7.30. They're travelling to Melbourne to take on the very good Melbourne United. That'll also be on ESPN. And then there's 7.55 Monday morning, the NFL game of the week. Buffalo hosts Dallas uh, in the NFL. This will be a cracker. That will Monday be a cracking morning. game yeah. of gridiron. So, Three teams flying. Yes, absolutely. And now the big one, Tuesday, 6.45 p.m. Adelaide time. The mighty Adelaide Strikers take on the Sydney Thunder at the beautiful Adelaide Oval. You'll be there to watch it live, obviously. Oh, I'm, I'm going to try and get there if I can. <laughs> yes, yeah, so make sure you get behind Dizzy and the Strikers on Tuesday. Uh, get down to the ground. That's that's the thing. Get there and watch it live. There's no no other place to watch cricket. Yeah, we have, and we know we have the best fans in the country, yes. in the BBL. It's our city. It's our team. Very excited for that All game. All right. Uh, Diz, thanks to uh, Mate Internet. 20 off for five months with Mate Internet. Use promo code SAVE20 with Mate Internet. I just want to play you this tiny little bit of audio from Ed Cowan about David Warner. Yep. Walking at one for none anyway. David Warner has been a walking wicket for two years now. Walking wicket. Wow. That's a big statement. Do we need to dive into that a little bit? Well, uh, we've had, we've been before the show. We had a look at some of the stats, didn't we? They're quite, quite revealing. They are. Um, 
he's had, since the start of 2022, he's had 36 at bats, and he's averaging just over 20, um, which is a big sample size. There's four 50 plus scores and that excellent double hundred. It must be said, it yes, was a, that was a yes. great knock against South Africa. Um, you know, he was cramping and he, he was in the heat. He was it was an impressive knock, but. That's a that's a big sample size. So, I, from pure statistical base, you can understand why there's been some question marks from various uh, quarters about David Warner and his output as an opening batsman in Test cricket. Mm. No one's questioning one day cricket. No, T20 not at cricket. all. This is about Test cricket. This is purely about Test cricket. Now, those numbers don't lie. If you d- dig a little bit deeper, in his last six years. As an opening batter, Dave Warner scored four test centuries. Now, again, pure statistically, it's right to question that. The the numbers don't lie. Is what are, what are the you've got the stat well, of his average the last couple of years? Yeah, since twenty eighteen, you're right, he's only made four centuries. Mm. Since twenty eighteen. That's a long time ago. Uh, he he currently averages in the last two years, he's averaged twenty five point five. If you take out the double hundred, he's averaging nineteen point seven. Yeah. So they're, they're again, those numbers don't lie. If you if you dive into it a little bit deeper and you try to understand the reasoning, well, one, that's, that's what I was about to ask you. Yep. Why do, why do you think he's playing then, Diz? Okay, I'll, I'll give you some some of my thinking. I think one, he's an experienced player. The selectors clearly feel that there is not a better option to take over. Um, I think you you understand the the coach. When he talks, he talks a lot about experienced players in his team. Andrew McDonald loves experience. Yes. And he talks about that a lot. Um, and he, and that's his prerogative, absolutely. And he, it sounds to me, he's just backing and supporting his, one of his senior players and he's backing into the hilt and just believes and trust that he'll get the job done. And, and I think that's one of the – as a coach, that's one of the biggest things, most important pieces of coaching kit you have in your kit bag is if a player genuinely backs, believes that you're backing him in and believing in them. And so I think Andrew McDonald is, is drawing on that, believes that David Warner is the best man for the job. Uh, the selectors clearly agree. Um, and that's the, that's the way they've, they've gone. It's really interesting when you look at those stats. Uh, it, it's surprising he's still there, to be honest. Nutrien Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. If you're on SENSA, you'll be crossing to the cricket. The Stars taking on the Scorchers at uh, the MCG. And if you want to stay with us, switch over to Cruise 1323. Zach Clough is uh, from the Adelaide United Footy Club is going to join us. And also my movie of the week. Paul Bonza, Jason Gillespie with you on the summer edition of Sports ASA. Back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter S. 
Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Paul Bonzer and Jason Gillespie with you today. Diz is filling in for men's and we are here uh, thanks to Just Quality Home Improvements, experts in roller shutters, plantation shutters, outdoor blinds, artificial lawn and roof restoration. Give us a call, one 736 736 if you've got a question or text in if you're too shy, 0427 154 It's now time for our BBL update, thanks to Panasonic Air Conditioning with Nano EX Technology. Take a breath of fresh air. Uh we're currently on the TV. We have the big bash. It's the stars playing the Scorchers. The Scorchers are one of the tossed is. They've decided to field. A lot of teams do they? Don't they? Like the field, know what they're chasing. Yeah, if there's a bit of rain around too, maybe. Yeah, that tends to be the the way to go, or, or most teams go. And um, it's di- difference. At, at, there are differences at different grounds. Like some grounds are more bat first compared to others like mm. so Adelaide Oval, more teams win batting first than they do win bowling yes. first. Um, but some teams will still prefer to bowl first, particularly if there's a bit of weather about. So yeah. um, because then if it is rain affected game and Duckworth Lewis comes into it, you've got a clear directive on what you need to be chasing. You can during your innings, you can have Duckworth Lewis as a reference point after every over or every second over to to time your chase. Um so some, a lot of teams like to do that. Um, other teams like to get a total on board and back their bowling attack in to defend. So, you know, it just shows there's more than one way to win a game of cricket. Uh, and ultimately, you've just got to nail your skills, don't you? That's it. Speaking of winning, uh, last night the Heat defeated mm. the Thunder um, pretty easily in the end. They coasted uh, to victory um, 131, the, the Thunder were bowled out for in the end, chasing 151, which probably looked a Maybe 20 short, but in yeah. the end, uh, yeah, they bowled really well. They certainly did bowl very well, the Heat. And I thought I thought the Heat were a little bit unders as well, mm. uh, to be honest. I thought the Thunder did really well to restrict them. I think they took a, about four, four wickets in the space of eight, nine deliveries yes. at one point, something like yep. that, and uh, really restricted. The Heat should have should have got a 165, 170-plus score. Um but yeah, they uh, they defended very well. Uh, getting Alex Hales out for uh, early in the innings would probably certainly help the Heat as well. Um, let's go on to our strikers. Yep. Um, I've got a couple of questions for you. Of course. Rashid Khan, yep. not available. Everyone's tragic, a tragic loss to our team. Mm. You replace him with David Payne, who's yep. not really a like for like. Why did you go down that track? Um, yeah, look, he's not, not like-for-like like in terms of what he bowls, but he's a like-for-like like in terms of bringing something different to the table. Um, what people have got to understand as well is that it's not always possible with availability. Yes. Um, the ILT20 uh, starts in early January, uh, the South African T20 competition. Now, these can these competitions have six teams, and each of them have – um, up to nine overseas players that can be contracted mm-hmm. to them. Um, so that takes a lot of international talent out of the pool. Yes. Um, so availability becomes an issue. And, and some players are available, but they're available for three games or four games. So David um, Payne's available for the whole tournament, including finals, yes? He is. Yeah. Um, and what we liked about him, he, we don't have a left armour on our list as well, so someone who swings the ball specifically, and he can bowl in every phase of the game. Uh, up front, power surge, death, middle overs. He's got experience in 
each of those phases and um, and can do that. Played for the Perth Scorchers last year yes. in their title-winning competition, yep. their title-winning run, uh, and, and bowled very well. Um, so we think while he isn't like-for-like like in that sense, he is like-for-like like in terms of bringing something different to our bowling attack. Great. Great answer. Uh, we've got Rick on the line. Uh, Rick wants to ask you a question, Diz. Uh, go ahead, Rick. Welcome to Sports ASA. Thanks very much. Um, first, Joseph, and congratulations on a wonderful career. Thank um, you, Rick. You've been exceptional. Um, and been an Adelaide boy. We're all very <laughs> proud of that. Just a quick question about the the ball tampering in, incident in South Africa with Warner and things. Do yep. you think that that has disappointed Australian crowds and, and numbers are down at, at test matches and things because of that? Because we lost a little bit. We play hard since Ian Chappell. We certainly played hard but we were never accused of cheating. So do you think that's been a derogatory thing for Australian cricket? And will we ever recover? Yeah, Rick, I'm not sure of the specific numbers of crowds and whether that's been impacted. We've had a couple of COVID years as well, which which probably hasn't helped. But I I certainly, uh, I I sense your disappointment um, in your voice of, of your Australian players and, uh, I, I think that's a, a general feeling around around the country and around, around world cricket that there was an air of disappointment, wasn't there? And I, I think Australia are, are going a long way, uh, going out of their way and working really hard to uh, repair that reputation because it, it certainly did cop a hit. There's no Absolutely. doubt about. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I, I think this group of players are working incredibly hard to try and rectify that and and put that in the past. I, I think that's something that. We need to take into account as well. It, it is in the past. It is five years ago now. We, maybe we need to start rather than dwelling on that. It, it has happened. Players have been punished. I think the Australian cricket team has been punished. Um, maybe it's time for us to maybe start rather than looking back. Let's look forward and uh, and watch. You know, we've got some of the greatest players that have ever worn a, donned a baggy green cap playing in this team at the moment. And I think it's a great opportunity to celebrate them because they're not going to be around forever. Thanks for your call, Rick, being part of the show on the uh, Just Quality Home Improvements open line there. Good question from you. Um, Diz, uh, you happy with the squad you've put together for the Strikers? Yeah, really happy. Um, we, we identified some key areas that we probably needed to sharpen up, Bonds. Um, yep. One being our back, back end of innings batting. Uh, where we we probably struggled quite a bit, um, so we we rectified. We believe we've rectified that. Obviously, signing getting Jamie Overton over the line, um, James Basley uh, come in as an all rounder. Uh, we didn't really have a that seam bowling all round option mm. since Michael Nessa left. Yes. Um, so we've rectified that. Um, what we believe uh, we wanted to shore up some. Uh, we, we struggled. Top of the order, obviously Matt Short and Chris Lynn did wonderfully well. Um, but that other opening spot, we probably missed a trick. Jake Weatherall spent a bit of time away from the team last year and, and probably didn't start as well as he would have liked. Um, so we're bringing in Darcy Short. Um, was a clear thought process there. Um, and obviously you're always looking to improve and strengthen your bowling stocks. And uh, you know, while we didn't know we were going to lose Rashid, um, being able to secure Brendan Doggett 
to give us depth, you know, to support. Obviously, Wes Agar, Henry Thornton. We've got Brendan Doggett now. Now we've also got David Payne. Yeah, the bowling um, lineups, I think, solid. Yeah, it's Did, solid, yep. So you confirm that we're going to have two shorts opening the batting? Next Tuesday? Yeah, I confirmed that the other day, mate. So a lot I missed of... that. Oh, did you? Did you miss that? No, I, I can I can confirm that. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, thanks for your open honesty as well. Uh, it's time for my movie of the week, Diz. Oh. Uh, Wednesday means movie of the week time. And when everyone says it can't be done, ducks fly together. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Our movie of the week is brought to us by Ag uh, Nutrient Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. Tonight, my movie of the week, uh, Diz, is Coach Carter. It's a great oh. basketball movie. It stars Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Rob Brown, Rick Gonzalez, and Channing Tatum. Um, it uh, was released in 2005, cost $30 million to make and made over $75 million. So it doubled its money mm. easily. Samuel Jackson plays uh, Ken Carter, coach of Richmond, the Richmond Oilers high school basketball team, who he played for 30 years early. And this is based on a true story as well. Wow. Um, they're a rowdy team, disrespectful, rude. And Coach Carter comes in, knocks them on the head, makes them sign contracts that they will obey, maintain a C-plus grade point average, and things like wearing ties on game days. Um, and at one point, he locks the gym and takes them all to the library. No practice. we got to study. Uh, a great film. And Samuel Jackson, um, yeah, just, just a powerful performance from him. Um, let's have a listen to the trailer. Your boys don't need practice, they need prison. Good afternoon, young man. Are you some preacher, man? Because God ain't going to do you no good in this neighborhood. Leave the gym. I ain't scared of nobody, because I'll lay you out. I don't think so. Teachers ain't supposed to touch students. I'm not a teacher. I'm the new basketball coach. Now they have a choice. In Richmond, you're 80% more likely to go to prison than college. This contract states that you will maintain a 2.3 grade point average and you will wear ties on game day. All you gotta do is have the drink. Cause I just bought that big white crib right there. My wife Beyonce barbecue with her G-strings on. I said dream, not hallucinate. <laughs> Put a lock on the gym and force them to meet you in the library. Coach Carter has taken the lockout to the next level by canceling last night's game, making it their first loss of the season. I came to coach basketball players and you became students. I came to teach boys and you became men. This is our time. Coach Carter. Have you seen the movie, Diz? I have. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. And uh, watched it a couple of years ago with my... Uh, now, sixteen-year-old son, he's yep. mad basketball fan, yep. and and he loved the movie as well. And uh, I think he's uh, making sure he's doing well at school because uh, he, he doesn't want he doesn't want to miss out on any basketball practice. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, based on a true story, Ken Carter actually wrote a book uh, entitled "Yes, Yes, Ma'am, No, Sir: The Twelve Essential Steps for Success in Life." Um, you can watch it on Netflix and Stan. Uh, that's our uh, movie of the week. It's a, we, uh, we really enjoy doing this, giving a little yeah. bit of insight, and we try yeah, and yeah. stick to sporting movies, obviously, Absolutely. being a sports show. But yeah, uh, sure. it's been really good. Um, now, 
we've got a little bit of time just just before we get to uh, Adelaide United. Zach Clough is going to join us any minute. We're just waiting for him to answer his phone. Um, we mentioned that the Scorchers won the toss, and they're going to field. That's going to start at about the same time. Um, but does uh, you follow Adelaide United a little? Yeah, I enjoy yeah. watching the enjoy watching the football. Well, we've got to call it football these days, don't we? It's, oh, uh, I still call it soccer. Do you? <laughs> That's okay. But I want to ask him about, he started uh, with his Premier League club at the age of eight. So we're going to ask him about what? that. The age of eight. No. Signed a contract. His parents had to sign a contract. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Let's speak to him right now. We're going to speak to Zach Clark from Adelaide United. Sports Day SA. You're unbelievable. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Dizzy, our next guest is brought to us by your local tyre power. Big December deal sales are on. Get four for the price of three on Toyo tyres and also Toolkit Depot, your your trade pro partner. Everything you need to get the job done, shop in-store or online. From Adelaide United, Zach Clough joins us. Zach, welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Great to have you on the show. I just want to ask you firstly, uh, a 2-0 loss to Brisbane at home. Did you feel you had opportunities to win the game? Yeah, look, it was a tough a tough one to take in the end because first half, I think we was really positive. Um, going off the back of the defeat at MacArthur earlier in the week, we knew we had to come out and set the tempo from the start and I think that's what we did for 45 minutes. Um, we went in nil-nil when we should have probably been one or two nil up uh, and then we came out, we probably came out a little bit slow and we was punished really for not coming out and and taking our chances in the first half and then, yeah, it was a, a tough result for us. So, Zach, you've had a couple of losses over the past couple of weeks. How do you guys get back on track? I think... In any sport, you just have to keep working hard and keep the belief. Um, yeah, we the manager still believes in us and we still believe in what we're doing, so we have to stick together. Um, we know we can beat any team in this league on our day, so we just need to hope that our day comes more more than, <laughs> than not, really. Now, you've been with Adelaide United a couple of seasons now. How Tell us the story about how you ended up in Adelaide. Um. I was I was I was really looking for a change really. Um I had a few offers from Australia a couple of years previous from other clubs in the A League. Uh and this this kind of came at the right time for me because I was probably playing at a lower level than what I I wanted to in my career, so I wanted to come and and try something different. Uh and I've really enjoyed it since I've come and yeah, I'm enjoying my football again. Do you move over here with family or just yourself? I came over here with my missus, Georgia, um, and we're expecting a little boy in, in March, so we will oh, have a little congratulations. family. So, Give birth yeah, to an Aussie. You. Yeah, <laughs> that Aussie passport, mate. <laughs> yeah, hopefully in a few years we can we can get that sorted. Now, Zach, you started at the Bolton Wanderers at the age of eight. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the junior development in the game in England? And, and is it normal to start at such a young age? It's probably not something that we're... We're quite used to seeing here in Australia. Yeah, when you go into an academy program at eight years old, you literally you've actually signed a contract with your parents with, at that club. So um, each year you keep signing the contract if the club wants you to keep to keep you up until sixteen. Um, so yeah, I did eight, eight years in the academy program, playing against all Premier League clubs from across the country. 
That's amazing. Um, so that, yeah. That, yeah, it's brilliant. It's such a small country compared to Australia, so it's a lot easier to do it, really. Less travel and stuff. Yeah. But just to, just to, um, the, at the age of eight, like you, you're still in school, obviously, and that's crazy, Diz. Can you get a couple of eight-year-olds playing cricket? Well, and well, <laughs> I mean, they're still playing with uh, plastic bats and balls yes. at, at that age and not even playing off the, yeah. the, the full tote. So, yeah, no, it's, it's just very unusual for us to, to hear that. And you mentioned that it's a, it's a contract with your parents, which I suppose would make yeah. sense yeah. considering you're eight years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up until 16, it's a contract that your parents have to obviously be involved in as well, I think. Um, but at the age of 12, we were getting picked up from school off a driver from Bolton Wanderers at, at like 2.30 in the afternoon and we would train every single night at, at the club. They would they would provide food and we'd be just like, yeah, it's full on from a, from a really young age, really. That's the big a, sacrifice. That's rock star stuff, Zach. Yeah, the school used to, the kids used to want all steroids and stuff. <laughs> you would have had a few but, girls lining up at school, I would have thought, yeah, too. Just, uh, it was an all boys girl, so we oh, didn't. Oh, that was no good. That didn't work for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, unfortunately not. Oh, that, that's, just, that's just amazing to think that yeah. eight, eight years old, you're signing with uh, the Bolton Wanderers. Did you get to wear the strip? From the years, uh, from eight yeah. years old, yeah, yeah. So we're playing against Man United and Man United oh, kids, Man City, Liverpool. It was great. It's crazy, really. You're playing against the same the teams. Wow, that that's nuts, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. And yeah. I, I played cricket also, and I had to. My manager told me off because I pulled my groin bowling. So I had to at sixteen. I had to make the sacrifice to start playing football and stop playing cricket with my friends. At, at a, not a good level, but were, I used to love cricket. Were you involved in any of the age group stuff at Lancashire at all, Zach? No, I didn't. I wasn't quite good enough, but my brother played at Lancashire for a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, he nice was an off-spinner. Yeah, he did well. A lot of off-spinners in England, Diz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, so let's get back on let's get back on Adelaide United. We're really enjoying this chat so far. Um, has there been a focus this week, anything in particular that uh, Carl has focused on with the group? I think we're, we're working more out of possession and being more solid and, and not conceding as many goals as we have in the last couple of weeks. Um, I think that's the, the platform to win games. If you can keep clean sheets and, and score more than what you concede, then you're going in the right direction. So, yeah, I think being more solid and a solid foundation is the start, really. Yeah, Zach, there's a great challenge for you guys this week. You take on the Western Sydney Wanderers away, who just went down to the Melbourne victory. What are the keys to getting the points this Friday night, you think? I think we need to dig in. We need to go back to what we was good at last year. We we went to Western Sydney and beat them 3-2, and it was a real fight. It was a real like game of... Lots of chances, and we, we took our chances, and we just need to win our battles. And yeah, we know we can beat them and go there with belief um, that we can pick up three points. Yeah, what would we see, you think? What would the Adelaide United fans see? Uh, what does digging in look like for from an Adelaide United team? I think it's winning your battles, tracking your runners, um, winning, yeah, winning your duels, really. and and sticking together, if if we concede first, we we, st- we yep. stick together. We we are good at coming from behind, so we just need to make sure we stick together really as a team. And yeah, do you think that because there's some young players running through that group, you're going to get the inconsistency from week to week, and there's gonna it's going to be a bit of a roller coaster season? Is is that the feeling? Yeah, it is. But we don't as us as senior boys, we don't want that. We don't want that to happen. We need to try and drive these young players to 
set the standards every single day so that they don't switch off in games and and I think we can get better at that because in the last few weeks we've probably switched off a little bit in key, at key times so we need to keep driving every day in, in training and just to try and stop lads from switching off at key times. Yeah, well, we certainly don't want you to switch off on the field there, Zach, but, <laughs> no. but what do you do away from football to actually just unwind and, and maybe maybe switch off there? Uh, I like to go for walks down the beach and play a little bit of golf when I've got a bit of a break in a couple of days where there's a game in, in between. I like to play a bit of golf. Um, Are you a member anyway? Yeah, other than that, just... No, I'm not a member, but I like to play at Grange because a couple of our coaches are members and ah, nice. a couple of my friends, so I can get on there with them. Um, but, yeah, that's it, really. Just enjoy your, the food here. What's your handicap, Zach? I would say it's about 10, but I don't play enough. That's, that's, that's decent golf. So, Playing yeah, 10? probably around 10, yeah. I don't know about you, Bonds, but my handicap is driving, pitching and putting. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah. What's uh, what? What about Adelaide? What do you love about Adelaide? You've been here a couple of seasons now. Is uh, is there a favourite place you like to visit in town, or yeah, what do you like about our great town? Uh, I, I live in Henley, so I don't really oh. venture too much away from here. Uh, on days off, I'll just get up, go for a coffee, have a walk down the beach. Um, yeah, not too much, too much into night the, the nightlife, so that doesn't bother me. Cause it's not the. I don't think it's a great. It's not like a big nightlife kind of city. Um, but yeah, I just love the food. There's very nice restaurants here. Uh, good coffee, and yeah, I'm just a chilled out type of guy. So Henley's not a bad spot perfect. either. If you're going to live somewhere oh, in Adelaide, oh, it's oh, a beautiful beautiful. Yeah. It's a wonderful place. Western suburbs. Uh, it's always a good uh, good spot. Um, oh, look, it's been great to have a chat with you, Zach. Uh, and uh, hopefully, you can go across the border and um, get the points against Western Sydney Wanderers on the weekend. Yeah, hopefully we can bring the points home and, and get a good run going. Thanks, mate. Nice to chat with you and uh, all the best uh, thank you. when the baby comes along in March. Oh, a thank little, you. You're little thank Aussie. You. Good to speak to you. <laughs> good, good on you, Zach. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, Zach. Thank you. Zach Clough there from Adelaide United. He was a good chat, wasn't he? Yeah, that was that was great. And, you know, loves his, loves his sport, uh, loves his golf, enjoys his cricket as well. Sounds like a ripping lad who's enjoying his time here in our beautiful city. Eight, eight years old. That's the thing that amazes me, that at eight years old, you go in with your parents are signing a contract per year, every year, to keep you at the club and to tie you with that club. And, to, and obviously he did all right. He played, played uh, quite a few uh, Premier League games. Two Aussies, that's bonkers, isn't it? It is nuts. It's, <laughs> it is nuts. It's crazy. Like, can you imagine yourself... No. At eight years old. No, not even a little being bit. Being tied to South Australian <laughs> Redbacks, <laughs> signing a contract, the folks coming in and going, oh, yeah, okay, he can stay in this state for the rest of his life. They're crazy. Just, it is crazy. Oh, oh. uh, fair play. Sounds like you know a young man with a, uh, you know, with, the, with his head screwed on really well. He's, he's clear. He's, he's He spoke really well there, I thought. Yeah, no, excellent. Uh, great chat with... Uh, Zach Clough there from Adelaide United. Thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. Jason Gillespie, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you in today, Diz. It's, uh, like you, we, we've sort of known each other for a little while, yeah. but uh, it's been great to have you opposite and filling men's chair for a day. 
Yeah, well, thank you for having me. It was uh, it was great. I, I was in here uh, yesterday. We were, yes, uh, the the inaugural Saka Cricket Show was was on, and um, Travis Wakeling was hosting. Did that. a great job, Travis. I thought he did a fantastic yeah. job. He was, he admitted to me. He texted me later in the day. He just said, "Diz, I was a bit nervous." And uh, I said, "Mate, you didn't look like it genuinely. I thought you handled it wonderfully well." And and it's great that um, SEN's linked up with the Saka and yes, um, being able to provide some some cricket content and. You know, talking all things cricket, I managed to sneak in my 201 not out again uh, on radio. Which is... And you've just done it again. <laughs> oh, correct. Hey, Averaging the... 247 against Bangladesh, isn't it? Something like that? Something like that. It <laughs> <laughs> is great to have you in once again. And um, men's will be a bit nervous, I'm sure. But we'll see you all again tomorrow here on the Summer Edition of Sports ASA. The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay.